0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three
2: orders while supplies last.
0: Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. All we do around here is talk about food, about restaurants, about cooking, wine, in, you know, the entire range of things. If there's something you've ever enjoyed or really hated in your eating or your cooking, uh, would you be so kind as to give us a call? Uh, We're not going to snatch on it or snitch. Is it, snitch? Uh, Snatch is something else. Uh, We're not going to, you know, beat up on somebody just because you and he or she don't uh, like the same exact things. But we do put all this information out as we can and uh, get you to discover some new things out there ready for your eating and enjoyment. And uh, in between, come on over to my table and say hello. Hello, okay, hello. and that's that.
3: Okay, two six zero six three six eight is yeah. the number. Doug, like, do we have a caller? Did you say that you were?
2: Oh mm, no!
3: That's oh, you too didn't. Much I thought you wish. said you had a caller at uh, at uh, four o'clock. I thought you had taken it upon yourself to save us. Now. Oh well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Now today, Come Tom, me. is the feast of Saint Don't Morand. Saint.
2: The, the Saint, Saint, Saint of, of what?
3: vintners and wine makers. <laughs> 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 oh wow. Wow. Thank God it's H D two is all I can say.
2: Every now I get one.
3: Anyway, uh, he supposedly his claim to fame is that he went an entire lent without eating anything. Except a bunch of grapes,
2: which they kind of do you, on the
3: show Survivor all the time. So you, you know, I know
2: of one other uh, story I still have about that show. It. On I don't know, I never watched television. But the, there was a, a guy who uh, climbed to the top of a radio antenna, and he refused to come down until the NBC network allowed FM. Is that you? Was, what the, huh? Was that
3: you that did that?
2: No, I, 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 I'm not uh, strong enough to creep up. <laughs>
3: that is that is true. Two six zero six three six eight. Thank you, Mark, for calling us.
2: Feeble old man than I am.
3: Mark Let's, is
0: on the phone. Uh, how are
2: you all today? Uh, we're doing great, and I'm glad you called because it makes a double great.
0: Well, I just called to give you uh, some reports. They're our local restaurants. We went on a cruise to Alaska, and we went through
2: Seattle. Oh, no kidding. And,
0: uh, Seattle had some great restaurants.
2: Uh, they the do. first
0: hold-in-a-wall Vietnamese restaurant we went to had a whole wall behind them of, of uh, uh, Cafe Du Monde Coffee.
2: Oh, I'll bet. I know of at least two other places that have that on their menus. One of them is... In uh in Latin America no in the Quebec is where yeah it was in Quebec in what
0: fifty they had fifty cans stacked behind the register yeah and on on every table a can was cut out and lined and had spoons and napkins and uh.
3: What was the connection, uh, Mark? Was somebody from here? Was somebody that no. owned the restaurant from here? No? Uh.
0: No, no, they were Vietnamese, and I asked them why they had Cafe yes, uh Dumont coffee, and they said they mix, mixed it 50-50 with the local coffee to make a Vietnamese coffee.
3: <clears throat> no kidding. That's interesting. Huh.
2: What oh, did they what, all was he it, their said, problem
3: he said to make a they said to make it like Vietnamese coffee, they mix it half and half uh-huh. with their local coffee there.
2: Oh, well that sounds good. I I'd wonder go what that. I
3: wonder what the flavor profile is that makes it Vietnamese. Well, Let's,
2: first stand sideways.
3: That's interesting.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay, what else, Mark?
2: And on the uh, on our return we went to a seafood restaurant that's run by
0: uh a, a chef who worked at Arno's,
2: Kevin Davis. Oh, is that where he is? <clears throat> What's the name of it? He's got,
0: he's got three restaurants there. We ate at Blue Acre. And uh, I told the waitress he had uh, duck and gumbo on the menu. I said, I'm getting a cup as a challenge because I make really good duck and gumbo myself. And I'll tell the chef whether his is good or not.
3: <laughs> and was it?
0: It was very
3: good, very well seasoned.
0: Uh the room might have been hurried a little bit, but it was it was plenty good for me in Seattle and the rest of the meal was superb. Really?
3: And the name of it again is what? Blue Acre. Blue Acre. Blue. Okay. And Acre.
0: what other ones Acre. does Acre. he have blue there? Blue Acre.
3: Yeah, what uh what other ones does he have there? Blue acres
2: Uh, I I honestly
0: won't remember the names because we didn't go to them but Uh the um, the Vietnamese um, connection is not just the one tiny restaurant that I went in at the airport the Vietnamese restaurant there had Cafe Du Monde coffee
3: that is really interesting. I'm going to have to investigate that. That would be I'm going to have to also tell my sister about Blue Acre because she lives in Seattle and loves gumbo. And, uh, you know, usually when you go someplace out of the city and get something that is a regional dish here, it's not the same, you know. Um, I think it's because you can't get the ingredients. I mean – but but the way it is now, you can get whatever ingredients you need, you yep, know, the same true. day. But, like, when my son in L.A. talks about making jambalaya, I always offer to bring him the things from here to make it. And he says, no, no, we have it, you know, it's good. And, and it's not. I mean, it's not the same, but he's been gone a long time, and the other people that would be eating it have no barometer from which to judge it. So it doesn't really matter, you know, but... But in a restaurant, you kind of have to nail it. And it's good that obviously he's getting the ingredients from somewhere. <clears throat>
0: Kevin Davis had good andouille gumbo, I mean, andouille sausage yeah. in the gumbo. So it yeah. was yeah. very good. Yeah. And if you go to, go to Seattle, tip the space needle and hit the chilly plastic. Isn't that fabulous?
3: <laughs> was that your first? Was that your first uh, awareness of Dale Chihuly? Uh,
0: no, I've actually worked in homes that have Chihuly oh, chandeliers.
3: Yeah. Wait a minute. So, they actually have a real Chihuly. Uh, Those things are incredibly have, expensive. They're like a hundred k. They, the one that I saw going up, that the electrician was very nervous about. Was one hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are, th- but you know what? He doesn't even make them himself anymore. He's got like a factory now, but that is a really cool museum. That's a, you know, somebody's got a Chihuly exhibit. Uh, it, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of where I saw that, because I haven't even been out of town lately. Chihuly land. No, but no, they, I'm there's a just big Chihuly a shot. exhibit you know, passing through somewhere. I have to think about where that is. Anyway, thank so you for is? calling.
0: Hmm? Yes, There's very few places you go where every time you turn the corner, everybody goes, wow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, he, it is is—it is definitely a statement. That's for sure. It is a statement. We have a puzzle that we bought at the Chihuly Museum there, and it's so hard to to finish. We haven't even finished it. It's, it's really... Um, it's really difficult, just the whole swirlingness of the same color. It's it's hard to, it's hard to do. One, one final comment.
0: Not only was Leah Chase an icon in the city, she was a very sweet lady. I had lunch there with my son three years ago. I asked to see her. She encouraged him to cook. She was as sweet as you could be. And the guy who brought us back said she was the first person in and the last person out, and she was very magnanimous. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we talk about that. We uh, wrote a tribute to her on nomenu.com. It's up on the website, and it's uh, that pretty well illustrates the same kind of things that we found about her, too. She was, uh, right, she was something. How was Alaska? Alaska was
0: spectacular. I'm not sure I'm a cruising person, but... <laughs> At least you can look in the water for whales and orcas and seals and everything uh-huh. else. So, uh, between spot. I wasn't
3: bored. How's that? Yeah. What cruise line did you go on? Princess, probably, huh? No,
0: no, no Norwegian.
3: Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to beat that when they when they pull up to the the glacier and it calves. You know, I mean, that's you can only. You can only get that there, you know.
0: Exactly right. And the food was better than expected. And the premium restaurants um, really did a good job.
3: Yeah, they're not bad. They're not bad at all. Usually I have a program to not ever eat on a cruise ship, but I had a real hard time with that in uh, the – in October when we went up to uh, New England we were on a Norwegian ship and the restaurants were really kind of good so that was I'd kind of messed up my my cruise diet program anyway thank you very much for your call i appreciate it thank you bye 260 two, 6368 six, that's 260 menu we're talking about
2: and talking about everything a lot too, which actually been a busy day so we welcome more busy day and give us a call Yes. Why don't you?
3: So what were we talking about before Mark called? I don't even remember. Uh,
2: Let's see. We started off a long time ago with would you uh, ever encourage your kids to get into the restaurant business, at, uh, not necessarily any particular job, but uh, just in the business some kind of way? If you're uh, one of your children who is, let's say, uh, high seniors, no, high juniors, Anyway, a mixing of...
3: uh, Old enough to work, is that what you're saying? Yes. I wouldn't encourage my children to get into the restaurant business, even as an owner.
2: Really? I wouldn't. What about all those restaurants out there that do real well?
3: they do really well they work really hard and you have to really love it i mean if you don't really love it
2: you know you you really do have to be you
3: don't love it you definitely shouldn't do it because it's the work is much too hard it's much too hard even if you love it it's it's really hard work you know i mean it's you're working sun up to sundown and seven days a week usually and then you have Books to do at home. It's it's a lot of work.
2: True. So no. That's why I don't do it.
3: No, I wouldn't. I would I not would like encourage it, my children to do that. And unfortunately, they're all off. They're both on other paths now. So it's not like it's going to come
2: up. And if you ever think about well, you know, why don't they just go out uh, in small batches, or you uh, you have small restaurants, and doesn't that get around? Well, in a lot of businesses it would, but not in that one. Restaurant business is a tough business. There's tough no two ways about business. it. Yeah.
3: Yep. 260-6368. wonder how other people feel about trying to find New Orleans food in other places. When you go to a, a place and you are ordering something that has a New Orleans name, whenever I'm someplace far away, And I see a reference to New Orleans on the menu, and not as New Orleans, but some dish that in some way incorporates the culture of the city. I always ask, who's in the kitchen from New Orleans, or what's Mm. the connection here? Because it's not something that you would see. It's so distinctive that it's not something that you would see – in some faraway place, unless yeah. there is a connection. Tom, I'm just looking around this office, and I'm I'm just astonished at the amount of flashlights you have in here, which I guess is a you good know why? I guess it's a good thing as I we have, approach hurricane season. There is absolutely no way, I, I, if the power I goes have, out, we'll be in any kind of trouble here. I
2: have uh, power. I have um, I have flashlights, and the reason I do is so that. <laughs> I can have one when I need it. He's
3: got like 20 flashlights in here.
2: Well, on various, various, various shelves. There's a, a good reason to go stamping off to Walgreens. I never they ever have, have to worry about that. The uh, the flashlights I have are solar fueled. No uh-huh. batteries. No, nothing. You put it out. It doesn't even have to be in the sun. You can put it underneath a, a, a lamp. On a windowsill?
3: You put it on a windowsill? uh uh-huh. uh-huh. I can't tell you the number of times both Mary Lee and I have been flashed in the eyes with one of Tom's solar-powered flashlights. Well, I wanted to make sure you were is the number. Call us, please. We have another 40 minutes or so, which will go by really slowly if you don't call.
2: I'm Mr. Food. Wow, wow. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hello there. Welcome back. 105.3 FM, HD2, et cetera, et cetera. Our telephone number is 2601- No, it ain't. 260 30 Here we go. 260-6368. You would think that I would know this after all these years. Anyway, we are coming to you live here with the Food Show. Love to have you with us. Cost is free. The topic's under discussion. Darn near everything in the world, unless it's stupid, which is, well, let's just leave that one alone. And we'd love to have you come on in and, and help us out and and have, have a conversation, a hey, a, a, Just uh, join us. Just well, walk around with us and uh and uh, scott you said was
4: there
5: did i hear that yes. right scott there, welcome scott. to the food show hi uh tom and mary this is scott i'm mark's brother
2: oh nice to meet you
3: mark who called earlier or mark who mark
5: who mark who just called yes
3: oh oh okay
5: <laughs> and I, hi did I was he call on, up and say the they need
3: help I'm sorry, I go was ahead, on the but... cruise
5: with him to uh, Alaska, and it was wonderful. We saw whales and icebergs and glaciers and everything. Let me say hi, Mark. I'm sure he's probably listening. Um, <laughs> and uh, I didn't stop in Seattle, uh, but he was right. The food and the premium restaurants on NCO on were excellent. By the way, I was with you guys in October for that cruise. Uh, oh, yeah, one.
2: were you? And, uh-huh.
5: uh, Last yeah, year. Yeah. And, and yeah, we enjoyed that, too, even with the My wife uh, likes r- rough weather, so it was pretty good for her.
2: <laughs> and,
3: uh, I don't know. That uh, was yeah. really rough weather.
5: Two things I wanted to tell you, uh, hopefully with Mark listening. One, he right. has the absolute easiest, best tasting, and uh, unbreakable recipe for jambalaya done in the oven, and it comes really? out wonderful every time. You can't screw it up. And he, it's so good that he gave it to a guy we met in Ketchikan, Alaska. He was driving us around, showing us the sights, and um, he made it, and it worked out great for him. Um, so Wonderful. that. And the other thing <laughs> was, we went to the French restaurant uh, Le Bistro on on the cruise, NCL cruise to Alaska, and uh, we had various dishes at the table. Filet of sole. I had a steak. Oh,
3: I had that when uh, I was on had, that boat. Uh, yeah. Wait, so this is the same uh, boat the, that we uh, were on in October. This is the same boat, isn't no, it? No,
5: this 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 was the joy, not the dawn. We were on the joy and your dawn. Oh,
3: okay, because a... they had a little bistro on that one, too.
5: They do. They have all pretty much the same restaurants, and it's an amusing story, but I'm not going to go into that. Um, but anyway, we had, let's see, we had filet o I had a steak, we had lamb chops. My wife got Coca-Lamb.
2: Mm-hmm
5: and... It was the best thing at the table. Ooh, Hands that's one.
2: That's good. It's great.
5: And we raved about it so much, the chef came out and gave my brother, who he just talked to, Mark, a copy of the recipe.
3: Oh, that's nice.
5: Hmm. You so know, I, I think that that's – that, go ahead, boy. I'm, I'm waiting for him to make the cocoa Vea food.
3: Okay. I think it's nice of a chef to do that. I mean, really, why wouldn't you, you know? I mean, really? for, yeah, I when are you going to go back on the, on the cruise ship, and how is that in any way going to be affected by you doing it at home? I mean, I don't understand why people no, they, don't share recipes. They did a yeah. fabulous
5: job. The service, the, the management, the wine, the food, everything was fabulous.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I was really, really impressed with the food on that cruise in October. And kind of, it was yeah, unfortunate was for me because I usually don't eat on cruises. I usually grab that <laughs> as an opportunity to not eat, but it was really hard, especially that churrascaria. I was, do like the just, it,
5: Yeah, it was, that was great. Um, one interesting other fact, tidbit about the, uh, the French restaurant is our sommelier was uh, even Ivan. And, mm. uh, um, I'm I'm sorry, not Ivan. Ilya, and the um, pastry chef who made a wonderful Napoleon was Napoleon. So we had Ilya and Napoleon from the the TV show.
3: (laughs) Um, Did you all just get back?
5: Yeah, we just got back on the first.
3: Uh huh. Okay. It
5: was a great cruise. Seven days, round trip up to uh, Juneau and Icy Point.
3: Saw glaciers uh-huh. and whales and everything. Uh huh. Yeah, it's always nice. Uh, we were, yeah, we uh we were we decided we on the sort of on the spur of the moment we're gonna try and go this year, but uh, it was just so close there was just no time to sell it, and I'm, I'm disappointed but uh, totally you know not surprised that it, it didn't sell. So we'll try again maybe. You'll do it. We had That's good great. times. Good times. Highly. Yeah all right thanks very much okay, nice for talking calling
1: you all. take care bye. bye
3: okay all right 2606368 is the number 260 menu we're not really talking about anything
2: no but we can get right on it yeah. if you want us to our number is 2606368 call us and tell us anything you want i mean uh, we are a program about food about cooking about wine about uh all the things you do when you really want to heighten your enjoyable quality of life, for uh, you to come and visit us, and we'll turn you on to some dishes that you might never have heard of before, or maybe you'll tell us a few that we would love to know. There's always a few of them in my my mental collection. You've got quite
3: a database up there. Yeah, Yeah, and... uh, I was kind of looking yeah, at the yeah, news. Sure. I was looking at the news because uh, President Trump is having dinner at Buckingham Palace tonight. Oh, let's. Hear and I was all looking for it. the menu. We
2: ought I to was, be doing this as. A I weekend. was
3: looking for the menu, but I I can't seem to find it anywhere. I mean, I'm. I'm
2: well, that guy with the big, big black. Uh, yeah, hat. The big that I'm, that was that was. Cr- he was uh, the
3: chef. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, anyway, I, well, was,
3: I was I was mean, hoping that I'm sure, it is, color, but, I'm sure a different color. I'm sure it is I'm somewhere sorry. I've tried searching for it, but I'm curious to see what sort of uh, British food, which you know they're not really known for their um, for their gourmet. My favorite, my
2: favorite <laughs> My favorite uh, London dish is uh, the the uh, brief pancakes. And um hmm, what's the, there, was, there was another one I wanted to recommend but it's
1: it me.
3: It escapes you, yes. Okay, this looks like the menu here. It's lamb stuffing. Ugh. What's on the menu for Trump's well, let's see? Stay scroll, banquet. That,
2: scroll that up a little bit. Okay. Lived in Mew.
3: Okay, see now. Uh, now let's see. Let's,
2: Oh, vacueur. This
3: looks sort of French.
2: Well, I, you couldn't get much more French than French. Yeah, but, it's, uh, so, but they're
3: they're in, so, they're in Britain. Well, let's see what they're They're in Britain. Uh, let's so. see
2: what the French guys are doing these days. You, you, you mind?
3: Wait, lamb and stuffing in a vintage Churchill port are on the menu.
2: That sounds nice. Yeah. I could go for that. Last time I had it was, at, at, of all places, Zia.
3: What, lamb stuffing? Uh-huh. Oh my goodness, Tom! They're having halibut.
2: Oh, good for them! They're having halibut in Halifax, in Halifax. Well, no, but
3: Halifax, you know, was part of the uh, of the Empire at one. Thank you, Stephen, for calling us.
2: Just when we need it. Come on
3: in, Stephen, please.
2: Okay. Wait, wait, wait! wait, wait. Before we move away, I just want to say something. If our daughter Mary Lee, who makes uh, really beautiful cakes, could stand up to any if she saw that she might be saying they stole my uh, recipe it looks like she, yeah. the queen looks like a moving cake
3: <sighs> she does yeah so pretty little color anyway uh-huh. hi there Stephen.
4: hey first of all i prefer american cheese but it has to be white
2: oh white okay
4: white american cheese
2: I
3: didn't know there was such a thing.
4: Yeah. 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 Land O'Lakes makes a Mm -hmm. good white American cheese.
3: Okay. Okay.
4: And also, I just drove by Dookie Chase's. Yes. And I expected it to look like a a florist. Yeah. uh But there were maybe five. Five bouquets of flowers.
3: Well, they said don't do flowers. They said uh, if you wanted to express your condolences, to do it to the foundation.
4: Yeah, well, but I mean, I would have thought people would have brought over a five-dollar thing of flowers, and there Uh would have been hundreds of them there. Yeah. You know. So.
3: Well, that's. uh, I'm sure that that uh, when the services. Happen, I'm sure that they will be very well attended because she was, certainly, yeah. she was yeah. certainly sort of a, a queen. She was a, cre- and, a queen of Creole cuisine. And right?
4: I do expect a, a lot of chefs throughout the United States to come in for the funeral.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I, mean, I, I think
4: I, it'll be a international affair.
3: Sort of a who's who, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, she was, uh, you know, she represented she us well. Special. Let's put it that way. Yeah. She represented us yeah. well. <laughs> anyway.
4: Yeah. Okay, All right, Stephen, what eggs. else you got? Anything you else? were talking about eggs earlier. And yes. sometimes it's what the uh, person feeds the chicken that makes the eggshells not so hard.
3: Fragile. Uh-huh. Really? Fragile. Okay. Uh-huh. I know,
4: and I've gotten them fresh from my from my niece that grows them in the backyard. And I found that her, and I told her, I said, you need to get something more. To, I mean, and there's some feed that you can add to the chicken feed to make the shells a little uh, firmer.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... I don't have to worry about that anymore because the sale is off. I don't have five uh, dozen eggs in the refrigerator Uh, anymore. We have now gone through them all.
4: Oh, what a shame. There's there's nobody in uh, Amita Springs that sells eggs, doesn't have a sign out by their mailbox that says eggs for sale?
3: Actually, our neighbor probably does. But you know what? I've said this before, and I realized I you know don't really qualify as a gourmet but i don't i i like i like the processed stuff so i want the pasture raised eggs but i want them to not be quite so close to you the chicken sitting on them or the chicken
4: well do you know the chickens next door <laughs> Right. I do know the chickens
3: next door. One moment, please. Yes, um, it's a little too close to its original source. It's kind of uh, like being okay, well, It's Too close yeah, maybe, to the source. What, Tom? You tell me.
4: Maybe on. you can find some a little ways away. <laughs> maybe we'll let them sit for a little here, bit. Yeah. There you
2: go. Uh, What's that? Tom? Uh, there is a uh, there are a couple of chickens sitting on a windowsill, and the window is open, and there mm-hmm. is a little. A uh, pile of what appears to be an omelet or something like it and the chicken is saying enjoy the fi- the, the chicken the
3: fruits of my labor
2: very, very <laughs> i'm gonna pathetic. save you
3: from yourself tom we just i'm gonna say. save you from okay. yourself thank you steven
4: anyway he needs his omelets again
3: yeah i've been doing That's it bra- been doing it's brain, it. brain food yeah, believe it's me. Brain food. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> Talk to you later. Two six zero six three six eight. Who's there? I think he said Ken.
2: Ken, welcome Ken. to the Hi, Ken.
0: show. Hi, Ken. Hi, guys. How y'all doing?
2: Well, we've we've been very busy today, which is to say, we're loving it.
3: We're laboring. We're laboring through it, Ken. What's up?
5: Well, well I like when y'all busy like
2: that, right? So I got a so question. Why?
5: K. Paul, I know Tom. K. Paul, right?
0: Tell me something about K. Paul Restaurant.
2: Well, it's uh, uh, it's being operated now by the. The niece. It's the niece. The the, yeah. What I was about to say is that there's actually no direct uh, uh, connection. Connection.
3: No, I think it's the niece, isn't
2: it? They're they're, they're connected some kind of way. I mean, they didn't have children. it's not the. Uh, it's not really, really big a deal to anybody. Uh, he came to New Orleans in the late to early 70s. He worked for hotels uh-huh. for a while, and then he uh, then he worked for the Brennans. And when he worked for the Brennans, his career took off, and so did the Brennans, because they both benefited a lot from each other. So they went in there uh-huh. and they uh, developed all new menus and. Uh, what Chef Paul Prudhomme did was he w- he had no limitations on what he did. It was just fantastic eating, unless you like hamby-hamby, like, kind of nothing-tasting food. If, oh, no, Then ma'am. you might not be able to get it. But his regular menu was just loaded up with great ingredients, uh, including many of them that you've never seen A lot before. of salt, a lot of spice,
3: yeah. a lot of butter,
2: yeah. a lot of cream.
5: Yeah, so is it best to make reservations if you are going to go check oh,
2: that place out over it's, there? It's it's best to make a reservation for anything anytime anywhere. But yeah, you do get one there. You'll get a better table. And uh, and when you get there Don't let them uh, kind of stare at you with a a funny look on their face. (laughs) These guys, these guys can laugh with the best of them, and they're they're fun people. And Paul was a fun person. So so let her rip, have a good time, and enjoy it. I like it. I I don't go there often because I have too many other restaurants to go to. But uh, it's on my side. Or it's
3: definitely um, it's definitely not light eating. Okay, definitely not light eating.
4: Well, right. I'm
5: a little guy, so I could really put it away, right? Oh, there you go. There you, go. Yeah. you got it man. <laughs> hey, You're one more question, then. guys. So, see, see, if I was to go to, um, man, what's that restaurant? On, on, the, 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 Burger okay, King. Probably the best restaurant in the world. No, man. No, we're going to do Burger <laughs> King. <laughs> good. <to laughs> um, come on, man. I'm Washington over there. Washington.
4: Yeah.
0: Command- oh, Commander's. Commander's. Uh-huh. Commander's Palace. Yeah, that place. Right. So yeah. if I was to go over there, hey, man, I want a bread cut bread pudding to go Well can i would they give me one
2: to go uh they might but they would frown at it because it falls apart on its way home you'll never get it home and keep it in one piece i, I mean, think
3: you should i think fight. you should ask if you want it and yeah. i think that you know let them do what they will with that request but i mean if you want a bread pudding to go because you feel like eating a bread pudding and you have to go but. then why not you know?
2: Yeah, wait, save it yes. for another time yeah. and then send the just plain old <laughs> bread pudding to somebody else. But uh, that would be a real shame that a lot of work goes into that, but then it falls apart real easy, too. Oh, so, okay, I
5: see what you're saying. So it's best yeah. to just eat it there. Okay,
2: I yeah. got you. Grab, grab your fork, I'm grab at, your I'm, hat. I'm a truck driver, man. You know, I'm always on, on the go. doorstep, just direct yep. knife eats. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Appreciate
3: it by two six zero six three six eight. See now, Tom, uh, I disagree with your with your opinion there. Which one? But you just said don't do it. Like why not? If you wanna eat the Commander's Palace bread pudding and you don't wanna stay there, I mean I realize that it's not the optimum situation, but I just don't feel like oh. A are, person ought to be insulted by that.
2: Oh no, I don't think anybody was in, would be insulted by that. That's going out on a limb from the moment you start.
3: Let's take a break. Two six zero six three six eight we is the number. We will do all
2: of that. In case you're wondering, uh, the female voice here is Marianne, who is betrothed to me, Tom Fitzmorris, and we love each other drastically. <laughs> I'm not not kidding, if those of you who are laughing at me.
3: Oh, gosh. Cut the mic, Doug.
2: (laughs) Welcome back. You are listening to The Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmaurice. Happy to be here with you talking about the whole food scene, every part of it. We start with the liquids. We start with the candies and with all the simple, simple stuff. But we get into the complex and the delicious and... The challenging and all the rest of it, and if any of that has appealed to you, or that uh, you find it is um, kind of like uh, in your mind is something you'd like to know more about, call us. Uh, we, you know, we uh, you don't have to pass any tests to come on our program. Uh, in fact, half the time you're going to be smarter than we are anyway, so we may as well. And uh, so I'm
3: looking at the our menu. Our number
2: is two six zero. 1-870. Oh, no, oh, we're not. Um, I, I did forget about Stephen on the phone, and here he
4: is, I think. Hey, Stephen. sorry to call back again, but uh, wasn't Paul Perdome's chef de cuisine also named Paul? Uh, wasn't, uh, I mean, he'd been there for years. and yeah, I know the, he used to do all the banking and everything, right, but his name was Paul also. Uh,
2: yeah, that's right. Uh, that's, uh, that goes back pretty far. He was running the restaurant before Paul, uh, yeah. Paul, uh, Paul, uh, chef Paul Prudhomme. He, uh, his health was not really great, although he, yeah. you know, he came back from just about everything, but, uh, you, you can't really do what he yeah. was doing and all, and all the rest of that too.
4: So Yeah. I don't know if but that's is, what is, his point is. Yeah, is Paul the, wasn't he a cousin, and is he still there?
2: Something like that, yes, he is still there. Okay. Paul Murphy, okay. that's his last name, Murphy. Yeah. I think that's right.
4: Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah. great guy. Yeah, I see him on a yeah. regular basis. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Okay. Around. Thank you. All right. Okay. See ya. It's the food show. David is on the phone. Oh, we we'll just we'll wait it up. Let's go to
3: David. Hi
2: David. Oh, he oh, I, I see on? what you mean. Hi. Uh, you are. Yes, you are. Come on in. Have a have a seat.
1: Nice hearing from you. Oh, well, well, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, a, a quick uh, sandwich report and uh, a questions. Right. I went to Norjos for the first time ever to to eat um, Boy, they've got some got, stuff in
2: there, don't they?
1: Yeah, I didn't get the muffalata. I got a, a Panini, basically a ham and cheese panini, and it was excellent. It was yeah. Really, that really, place is good. really great place. Yeah. And they sold me, uh, I went there actually to get a wedding gift for a couple that got married over the weekend, and uh, they sell these bulk, large sacks of basmati rice. Mm. And um, so I got that for them in there, and there's not many places in town where you can find something as different like that. that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Do they really like basmati rice or something?
1: Uh it's more of a symbolic gift. Um if you knew the couple it would make sense, but I won't go into yeah. it. But um yeah, okay. yeah, and they okay. yes, they're both they're both cooks and they like basmati. Somebody got it for my wife and I as a gift years ago. I love
3: basmati. And rice. I remember
1: I thought about that person every time I I didn't buy rice yeah. for a year uh-huh. and every time I dipped into it it made me think of this person and the situation. That's a so, nice
3: sentiment. Very nice sentiment. Yeah. And it's uh, good my question rice is, I'm going
1: to be going with a group of people to Commanders soon for the first time for most ah. of us and I wanted to ask Tom what what are some do not miss things for us to consider there.
2: All right, since you sound like a like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, I'm buckled in. Okay. Sophisticated kind of a guy. Uh, the mm-hmm. way you you the way you go to a restaurant like Commander's Palace is different from the way you go to any other s- style of restaurant. You can't judge them one against the other. And, uh, and a Rolls Royce. That's well, you know, it, it's <laughs> it's not a matter of being able to uh, uh, sh- shoot down the uh, the uh, snazziest uh, or, or Thank you. <laughs> no, no, it, it, no in a, a restaurant like that, you go in and you look over the specials, which they don't present as specials. They but usually that's what tell you what the uh, specials they, are. They usually do. And, yeah. and you get in there and there will be specialty wines, there will be specialty uh, appetizers and everything else. If Go for that. First. That is okay. that is what they are there for. That to, to create new dishes and to make an impression on uh, on anybody who's got a big palate. So
1: Okay. Uh, and then for Yeah everybody's a the very adventurous eaters and uh...
2: Well then
3: that's but, an adventurous eating kind of place. But I assure to, you
2: if you want to, turtle soup, salad, get the steak with the whatever on it. And chicken puntalba, if they, oh, help, oh, heaven help us, if they ever have that again.
3: If they have the chicken puntalba?
2: Chicken puntalba. Do they not,
3: do they, I would imagine that they don't have they that. They don't make
2: it very often, no. Yeah. Okay. I would imagine that they not don't have for me. They're going
3: to tell you a list of specials. They're going to, you know, you I see, mean. this
2: isn't on, it's, you'll it's, never see it's, this on a menu.
3: It's an incredible, it's an incredible experience, for sure. So it's an a incredible trust,
1: trust the waiter type of. Uh, there you read. go. Yeah, yeah. there okay. you go.
3: It's a, it's definitely, uh, it's an experience for sure. I tell you what. You know what impresses me the most about the place, and it has nothing to do with the food. I'm, I'm not a gourmet, so it's not the kind of place that I would go. You know, I mean, I do go. I've been, but, um, but I'm not a gourmet. If you're a gourmet and you're an adventurous eater, you're going to really love the place. But it's, it, it's a place where you go and you. It's like you go and there's a gauntlet of waiters ready to make you feel like you are absolutely the most important person in the world, and it's and that's quite an experience in itself, I would say. They were all very, very. Is that defined
1: as uh, that type of service? Is that that called gang service? Is that I've never worked in the restaurant Uh, industry myself, but I've heard it described as such.
3: You've heard it described that way because that's exactly what I would say, but I've never heard that. Where you have
1: multiple, where you have people sweeping crumbs off the table oh, and, and you betcha a, 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 you not do. just one waiter but kind of a group
3: yeah, yeah that's yeah. about right i never heard it yeah. described that way it's called gang service
1: somebody in uh when we were in europe somebody was talking about this and how it was a more common type of service in restaurants especially in france uh-huh. and that uh that commanders had was one of the places in new in, orleans in that, the- that had that kind of older different or different or european type of Service. I've
3: never had service anywhere, and I've done a bit of traveling. I've uh-huh. never had service like Commander's Palace, except maybe on the Orient Express. But that's, that's not a big oh, dining Kevin room. Elvis. That's not a big dining room. <laughs> but it is, it is absolutely unique service.
1: The How was the dining like- car on the on the Orient Express? They have a sit-down dining car with silverware and all that. I would assume, right?
3: It was it was uh, lavish to put yeah, it that, that way. Yeah, that was true. Yeah. It was um, whoa, whoa, everything whoa. you would expect it to be. Everything you would expect it to be for that price whoa. point. It's uh it's pretty amazing, you know. Um, cool. the food was the food was great. The food was not blow your mind, but it was good. I mean, it was exactly a five star dining experience. You know.
1: Yeah, and you're on a moving train, so what could yeah. be better?
3: I and, love it. They see you with
1: strangers, like they do on yes. the Amtrak. I always really and enjoy all that. Was... That you're sitting <laughs> trust, with strangers. You know, I like I, it. I think trust it's Trust me, there's
3: only one thing the Orient Express has in common with Amtrak and that is that they're both trains
1: okay? okay
3: that's where it stops
1: so in the dining car you're not seated with other passengers you actually have yeah. your own table yeah, you,
3: you can be seated with other passengers yeah. you can sit by yourself or you could be seated with other passengers yeah right
1: mm-hmm. you but yeah, Amtrak but it doesn't is give you that choice
3: it is <laughs> No, but it is it's it's fine China, it's perfect linens, it's fresh oh, well. flowers, it's you know, it's the bees' knees. I mean, it is an amazing experience for sure. You know. But you know what's kind of interesting? We um we we've talked a lot about it having done it now. I mean it's it's it was a, it was a one off for us, you know. Um, but having done it, it was the price was twenty eight hundred dollars a person for one night okay and i was
1: got you from where to where
3: it got us from london to venice okay but you know what we talked about this after it was exorbitantly expensive but if we went from new orleans to los angeles for example in Mm -hmm. a sleeper on amtrak it would have been two thousand dollars
1: probably in that neighborhood yeah yeah
3: so it's it's ten times the experience for twice the price you know so maybe if you like trains worth doing
1: Uh, yeah traveling by train if i could do it exclusively as opposed to the airlines i would absolutely do it just because i find it incredibly relaxing and especially if you have a sleeper, I just—I've only done it once to from New Orleans to New York and back. Yeah. And I well, didn't want to get off.
3: Oh, really? Okay. Well, then no. you should you you should crank it up a notch and do that because they have about it's Belmont. They have a whole bunch of trains all over the place. You know, there's there's one in there's South America. There's one that America. goes
1: across Canada from from end yes. to end. Yeah, we've not done another that. Another kind one. of luxury. Yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite Anyways, is the one that goes so across much. the. Uh, yeah, we
3: have to go because uh, Tom has to do New Orleans hamburger. Thank you for good. calling. Uh,
1: thank you very yeah. very much. Okay, yeah. bye bye. Bye.
2: Well, uh, thank you for uh, an enthusiastic edition of our program today. We will be back tomorrow with another one, and another one, and another one, and someday we'll come up with something. Good night. Have a good dinner. Alert.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy